Good morning. Welcome to morning prayers. Please stand as you are able to join me in a responsive reading of Psalm number 123, found on page 62 in your Black Appleton Sauter book. To you, enthroned in heaven, I turn my eyes. Show us favor, O Lord. Show us favor. We have had more than enough contempt. Long enough have we endured scorn and complacent, the pleasure to be in front of you this morning. I would like to begin my speech by reciting the 23rd number of Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod, thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. 
Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. I would now like to recite for you a speech that I have written entitled Endurance. M-O-J-O, M-O-J-O, Mojo, Mojo. You hear thousands of people chanting as you buckle your chin strap and proceed down the steps to the field. If you are poised enough to take a glance above you, your eyes will be greeted by thousands of, thousands of elementary and middle school students beaming with excitement before the game begins. The next thing you know, you're ripping through a 40-foot sign as a crowd of over 10,000 stands to their feet to cheer over the band playing grandioso. Where I come from, football is king. I am from a small town called Odessa, Texas. <laughs> the name may be familiar to you because there's a television series, movie, and book about my high school and football team entitled Friday Night Lights. In Odessa, football is not a game, it is a religion, where Ratliff Stadium is the sanctuary. Ratliff is to Odessa as the Colosseum was to ancient Rome, as Widener is to Harvard Yard. <laughs> because I was one of the key contributing players on the team, I quickly rose to stardom amongst the school as well as the members of the town at large. When you're scoring touchdowns on Friday nights and featured in the city newspaper on Saturday mornings, you're somebody special. <coughs> the only caveat about being a small town football icon is that your stardom soon expires when you leave. I learned this lesson almost immediately upon joining the football team at Harvard my freshman year. I discovered rather quickly that football players are not treated like superstars. In fact, football is almost foreign to our community. When Harvard football games are taking place, the student body is often oblivious to the fact that a football game is even happening. In high school, the entire school would miss the first period of class to attend a pep rally. <coughs> the cultural divide between Odessa and Cambridge could not have been wider. What I cared about began to change too. Football had been a touchstone of my community, a passion, a ticket out of Odessa for me. Now, it was a 40-hour-per-week job in a community where I had to prioritize academics. I grew to loathe football. <laughs> what had fueled the past 19 years of my life became poison. I no longer enjoyed suiting up and stepping on the gridiron. My shoulder pads had become a yoke around my neck. At the end of my freshman year, I made one of the toughest decisions of my life, and I quit playing football. I pushed through this challenge as I started to embrace this academic culture, but I found my preparation lacking. I became jaded, distracted, and afraid to try. I ended up taking a voluntary leave of absence the week before finals, the spring semester of my junior year. I went back home to Odessa. Friends and family doubted that I would ever return to Harvard. At times, I doubted too. It was back at home that I realized something. Attending college is a privilege, not an entitlement. I had taken college for granted. Realizing this, 
I took each expression of doubt as motivation to return to Cambridge, to prove those around me wrong. My entire time away from campus, everything I did was driven by one goal, getting back to Cambridge and completing my degree. I saved every dollar I made to support my move back. I even found and began reading textbooks to prepare for my upcoming courses. Once I returned, it was though I had a new lease on life. My mind was renewed and for the first time since my freshman year, I was genuinely enthusiastic about studying and working hard. I had tunnel vision striving to commencement. Despite the difficulty and fact that all of my remaining courses at Harvard would be concentration requirements, I stuck with pursuing a Bachelor of Science in Engineering. By no means has it been easy, but I've endured too many sleepless nights in Pierce Hall and in Maxwell Dworkin, including last night, to give up now. <laughs> I share some of my obstacles so that you may be encouraged. Life is full of obstacles, but we can and we must endure. Not only on our way to commencement, but in any challenge in life. Endurance is the most important part of life because the beauty is not defined by our accomplishments. The beauty is found in the struggle, triumph from overcoming every obstacle. So as you face the various obstacles in life, continue to endure. I want to leave you with one of my favorite quotes inspired by the Bible. The race is not won by the swift nor the strong, but by the one who endures until the end. Thank you. Please join me in the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. And now, please stand as you are able to join in the singing of the hymn, Love Divine, All Loves Excelling, hymn number 226 in your Crimson Hymnal, hymn number 226.
And now may God's peace rest, rule, and abide in each and every one of your lives and mine from this day on until we meet again. Let all the people say, Amen.